and then one. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a fun night. Accelerating your fandom. This is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talks, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza 2020, baby. We're still alive. That's not a joke. Genuine surprise, honestly. And that's right, the podcast is here. As is Belle, as is me. Uh, I'm Bo. Belle is Belle. Belle, say hey to the Hello. I'm, I'm, I'm making um, uh, I usually drink the pre-alcoholic eggnog. This year, I'm, I'm going for the uh, Grandma Esther style mix-it-yourself. And I don't know how to mix eggnog. Egg, eggnog well. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a egg walk. <laughs> egg walk. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a Grandma Esther's for the history books. Now, I saw you with that, yeah. that pretty strong pour. You feeling good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know, I'm going to get about three of these in me and, and we'll, we'll see what makes me throw up more the the eggnog or the bourbon. So it's not really bourbon. Well, that's that Crown Royal, but you know. Yeah, there you go. You're doing the crown roy. I went with brandy this Blended. year. Normally, I do the pre-mixed as well, and then I, I give it a little something extra on top of it to make it Grandma Esther's. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing it a little bit lighter. You know, this year we're trying to all be a little bit healthier uh, and that sort of thing. And so we're doing a little bit of a lighter eggnog with some brandy in it. But hey, cheers to you, man, uh, and happy Grandma Esther's. Hey, cheers, happy Grandma Esther's. Clink. Mm. All right, I got something else. I want to show you this. Ooh. So this is great. Of course, we're we're doing this on camera right now, which we don't normally do. So I got to show you this, buddy. You know how we always do Christmas cookies here? Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a little Eobard uh, Christmas cookie that I, I decorated right beforehand. And mm, mm, mm. It's, oh, delicious. it's delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. Oh, yeah. That's that. Mm. Mm. Oh, so good. You can feel the negative speed force. <laughs> um, just like the sugar. But it's that sugar rush, man. It's that, it's that evil coursing through you. It's, um, it's delicious in ways uh, we couldn't possibly comprehend. Uh, but no, I, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a Grandma Esther's for the history books because, of course, here in the year 2020, uh, we have had far less Flash than we normally have. We've had far less Flash TV talk than we've normally had. We've had less uh, news, less rumors, less speculation. There, there has been very little speed, speedster speculation. In many respects... It's easy to look back on this year and not see anything good that happened. But tonight, with the help of Grandma Esther's secret weapon, yes, eggnog spiked to the brim with bourbon and brandy, (laughs) uh, we are going to do our best not necessarily to look back in the past, but do what Flash fans do and look to the future to kind of come up with uh, some things to look forward to, or at least to hope for here at the, the start of the, the party of the show. Uh, and I want to let people know, of course, we will be opening up the call for those of you who are interested in joining us. Uh, stay tuned. That link will be posted uh, on the YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. So we would love for some of y'all to join us. We will be doing some uh, DC Comics trivia here in a little bit. But, Bell, before we jump into that, I want to ask you, I mean, you know, think about it from this standpoint, right? Like, like this is a it, the crisis, as in the actual fictional crisis, not the actual real-world crisis, yeah. uh, was kind of this, this restart point for the entire uh, universe. And in many respects, it's an exciting prospect. It means that the sky's the limit and stories that we've had before could potentially be revisited. Uh, and, and a lot of characters that we've known in the past could be completely different. But at the same time, that means we lose a little bit of continuity to be able to build speculation off of. Does that, as you kind of think to the future, is that a prospect that excites you or is that something that that you're a little uh, nervous about? I mean, 
I wouldn't say we lose the ability to speculate. I would say that our like anything like because because you know there, there's some things where it's like either this or this is going to happen, and we can speculate to which one we think. But now it's like you know, Grodd and 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 you know King Shark could have a musical episode with the Flash, for example. So like you know anything can happen. Sure, it's it's, 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 it's anything's literally possible. <laughs> right. So like. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think it hampers our ability to speculate. It hampers our ability to speculate accurately. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's good. Definitely. I, I, now I can just like hear the two, you're my super friend, like doing the whole songs. For the first <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. We uh, can have yeah. the, the, the wonder friends, you know, Legion of doom show up and like Solomon Grundy is like Solomon Grundy won't pants too. That could be a line <laughs> in the show from, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just it would need to happen here. I could see it. Yeah. I could absolutely see it happening, man. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. All right. So here's then in that, in that case, with that kind of kind of positive take on things, I think, I think you're right. I think that there is, uh, it, it adds validity to almost any single bit of speculation because literally the sky's the limit. Um, but at the same time, it does make it so that because of that, you can't really base it off of too much. So rather than kind of speculate based on what's come before, I'm kind of curious what do you want to see? I mean, we, we're kind of later where, you know, I think it's safe to say we're in the back half of this series uh, when it does come back. Like, what, what are you hoping to see before the CW Flash closes its doors forever? Which, you know, hopefully in two to three to maybe five years. What are you thinking? I, I want to see, I want to see a, um, a Wally West um, as the Flash. I want to see that mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see um how barry makes gideon like more than just i'm gonna make it into an earpiece now like you know i want to see the things that are clearly set up in the future from like the very first season like the flash museum all these different things um that that have been alluded to i mean we see the flash museum yes we've seen it but like we haven't it's one thing to jump into the future and see these things realized it's another thing to see them Mm -hmm. built in the present and like that's kind of what i want to see is i want to see um a little more of of, of those kinds of things uh built up and alluded to and and and, um um realized you know i think i think that would be really neat uh to see things like that um a a wally west kid flash would be awesome i know we talked about this you know last season with uh zen wally um i just think that would be super cool to have him come as this like you know the ultimate like uber flash and then Barry like passes the torch to him or something like that. I don't know. I, th- I think that could be cool. That's, that's a, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like what you said too, about like, you know, the, the difference between seeing something fully realized as kind of a glimpse in the future, like the teasing out the future versus actually seeing it come to pass. Um, I, I think that there's a couple of concepts more than anything else, rather like rather than storylines specifically, there's a couple of concepts that I really like to see, experimented with and kind of played around with specifically i'm thinking like you know we we kind of talked about this like back in like i want to say season two with rainbow raider still like first introduced i will love the idea of playing around with the emotional spectrum in this universe uh oh this is this is great y'all like bell what you okay buddy Oh, there it is. There he's got, I his, he's got his hat. Flash hat. Every time I go he's live got... I wear a flash hat because my head is way too reflective. I mean this is like insane. Like it just doesn't work. Oh I mean, I thought it, I thought you had. I mean, it's an impressive dome, man. You you pull you pull. I, know, off the I, I, I do, well. I do. I I don't say I'm not saying that I don't. It's just that and 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 I and I okay. want to continue about that thread you're talking about the emotional spectrum because I do agree. Yes, I see. I'm seeing that the tweets go out and I'm like, ooh, Flash TV talks going live. I'm like, wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I want to join. I want to join. Man, we got, uh, let's see, we got Jaina who's going to be joining us here in just a second and uh, Steven as well. Um, yeah, so pulling y'all in right now. Uh, but yeah, no, just to kind of complete that thought as, as folks start to come in. Uh, yeah, I would love to see the emotional spectrum played around with. I think just, uh, we pulling got y'all in right now. Bridge and Steven. Uh, Steven, yeah, how's no, it going, man? Kind of Thank you. Welcome Absolutely. to Grandma and Fridge, how you doing? <laughs> nice. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Fridge, how's yeah, it going? Yeah, I'm all right. My reverse flash mug picture came out a little blurrier than expected, but otherwise fine. Oh, no. No, it's beautiful. I think it's awesome. What does it say? I hate you? Yeah, my sister got it for me. It says, I hate you. And then at the bottom, it says, <laughs> not you, now, you years from now. <laughs> oh, that is oh, brilliant. That's awesome. Did you buy that or make that? That's incredible. I think she got it on Redbubble. It might have been like something I pinned on Pinterest and then she found it. That is epic. All right. I definitely am going to need to get one of those <laughs> for some choice people for, for those special fans. And man, all the way from the uh, particle accelerator itself, we got the doctor with us, uh, Dave Allen. How's it going, Dave? Not bad, Bo. Not bad. You guys. And congratulations, Belle, on your marriage there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She, yes. Hey, cheers to Belle. Oh, hey, she Belle. put a ring on it. <laughs> or I, well, I, No, she put this one on, I guess. And I put the other one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, wedding ceremonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bell's been pre-gaming it, so so my apologies for for. <laughs> I mean, I really haven't. It's just I don't drink whiskey a lot. I I, I usually drink beer. Like Steve, I saw you. You had a was that a Grolsch? Uh, yes, yes. I was. actually I actually bought a six pack of Grolsch today. I was like, I need some alcohol, and I was like, wait, no, I got I got to get nog, and so you know, I um normally uh, I'm a beer man, but I have this entire thing, and I have this entire thing to drink. So. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, I'm usually a whiskey man, uh, but my daughter wants uh, Grolsch bottles to make kombucha in. Oh, so, oh yeah, wow. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the yeah. thing on the top. Airtight. It's actually yeah. cheaper to buy the Grolsch and drink it than it is to buy the empty bottles. Hey, no, that's, that's awesome. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of truth to that. We, um, at our house for our, like our drinks, just like everyday uh, glassware, we have these like jam jars, like these really nice jam jars. Yeah. And we just keep buying the jam, cleaning out the jars. And like, we've gotten entire, we literally just got our entire set of glasses that way. Cause it's cheaper than trying to buy those things. <laughs> and you get delicious jam, which is always yeah. a plus. Always. Well guys, we, uh, guys and gal, we, we've been talking, uh, kind of thinking through what are kind of some of our hopes and dreams for, uh, the series in the future. Uh, if, if you kind of pick one concept or story that you'd like to see, you know, in, in the latter, it doesn't have to be next season. Maybe they need to work up to it. Uh, what, what are you, what are you thinking? And, uh, doc, Dave, well, let's start with you, buddy. All right. Um, yeah. When I was listening earlier, earlier on, you guys were talking the the Wally West flash. That's something I've never seen in any iteration because, um, as I've mentioned, I think uh, last year I was one of the John Wesley ship flashes. So I was grateful when you guys started going through it gave me a reason to break up my box set <laughs> and uh, start using them weekly but yeah wally west it's not a flash i'm familiar with so it would be great to see in uh, in a tv concept something brand new for me something i don't know anything about yeah well and i love the, the the take where they're kind of taking wally and kind of going with a more spiritual mm-hmm. connection to the speed force there's definitely like a ton of uh, a ton to play around with there Fridge, you're up next. What are, what's kind of an idea or concept you'd like to see explored in, in the future? It might be cool to see characters that we haven't seen in a while, but in different ways. Like if Golden Glider came back and she actually had powers, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, actually, it's, it's wild. Golden Glider is one of those characters that it's, it's not a character I think about very often. Although my daughters have just gotten into the Superhero Girls uh, comic book series. And I was flipping through and I saw Golden Glider come up. I was like, man, Golden 
Larry's like rolling here with these A-listers. <laughs> I'm wondering if the like like her appearance on the Flash gave her a little bit more of a pop culture boost. I, I mean, it, it seems kind of like it, right? And, and the other thing, though, that, that's really cool about, you know, we were talking about this earlier with Crisis. Um, Glider could come back with powers, right? Like Cisco's got oh, his little be book. totally different. That's right. Yeah, like Cisco's got his book. And that's another thing, too, that, that I think would be, they need to sort of like expand on. Cisco did all this research um, while he was, I don't know, like off the show kind of contemplating what he wants to do next, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got this big book of rogues. And I think it would be cool to kind of like... Yeah, see Golden Glider, see some of these other characters, and and uh, see how Crisis has changed them. I think that could be cool. The Book of Cisco coming uh, December next year. Uh, <laughs> no, no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, but uh, no, I love it. And actually, I hadn't even thought about this before. But I mean, technically, Captain Cold could even come back in the uh, in the post crisis world. So there's a lot a uh, lot there. Hang on just a second, uh, Stephen, you're up next. But hang on, we're, we're gonna probably periodically throughout the night have a little kids flash TV talk. Oh, awesome! There's only so much. Cheers to that. All right, you wanna say uh, uh, ha- happy holidays from Flash TV Talk? Happy holidays from Slash TV Talk. <laughs> you want to wave for everybody? Hey. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little bit about, uh, about my youngest here is that when Belle and I had our interview with John Wesley Shipp, it was like a few nights before she was born. Uh, my wife was very, very, very pregnant at that time. And we thought we were actually kind of nervous because we were thinking that it's very possible that during the interview, we'd have to <laughs> cut it short and run. And, uh, and John, I, after we got done recording, John uh, was, I was like, oh, it's so nice meeting you. You, you know, what, what a great interview, all, the, all that kind of great stuff. And I told him, I was like, I, I was nervous because my wife could technically go into labor at any moment. He's like, well, what are you doing having this interview, man? Go, go to the hospital. <laughs> it was totally cool. And here's my oldest. All right, come on, girls. You want to say, uh, you want to say Merry Christmas? Uh, Merry Christmas. They've been, uh, they have been making some cookies, uh, the, the, the Christmas cookies, the annual Christmas cookies for Grandma Esther's. And what's wild, and we were talking about this the other day, technically, because this one was just a little infant when we started the Flash TV Talk podcast. So literally, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call and extravaganza has literally become a family tradition in our household with like the making of the cookies and the prepping of the eggnog and then you know being able to record something for the show. So... Uh, anyway, from, from my family to all of y'all's, thank y'all so much for letting us be part of y'all's uh, uh, holiday celebrations every single year. We've certainly enjoyed it. All right. Um, all right. Now, Stephen, man, uh, and y'all, thank y'all so much for, uh, for indulging oh, uh, no. the York uh, family here. Uh, it's awesome. It's part of the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, what do you yeah so Golden Glider is definitely uh, in, uh, an interesting uh, uh, thing because she is the sister to Captain Cold. You know, so that that does bring that back in. That would be a neat way to bring that back in post-crisis with, you know, a different um, you're not going to get him back probably from prison break and all that. So who knows what changed post-crisis? You know, nobody really said anything. So that means we don't really have a definitive thing that happened. Um, but um, I, I noticed uh, that in the last uh, you know months, they've noticed they've announced that both Supergirl and Black Lightning are getting uh, canned at the end of this right. season. So, you know, the writing's kind of on the wall for maybe some of the other CW shows. So I'm concerned that, you know, Flash may only have one or two seasons left. And so um, maybe bringing Barry back if that actor is willing to come back. Uh, Otherwise, maybe, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Wally back. uh, Going to Bart, you know, if they need to, to just, like you said, pass it off and, and get it to something. You know, it doesn't need to be anything, but it just needs to say, 
it's still happening. We're just not going to show it to you. You know, Bart is interesting because in many respects, I kind of feel like Nora, like her storyline kind of encompassed a lot of what we might get from a Bart Allen storyline, but they could, they could push, they could push him. They could push his genealogy a little bit. I mean, they've, they've played around with the, the flash family genealogy, like on, on the whole in terms of, you know, for example, Wally being, you know, uh, Iris's brother, as opposed to his, her nephew or her nephew. So, you know, Bart could be a very distant uh, relative. Um, Bart could actually be the Flash in Eobard's original timeline. Like, you know what I mean? Like where, where his, his source comes from. So, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think that'd be great. Uh, yeah. I was also a big fan of Abracadabra. I'd love to see him show up. Yes. And from what, I mean, I think the, the rumor mill is, is suggesting pretty heavily that he will be back to this season. So excited to see how, how he plays in. Y'all, That's I'm, David Dalsmachian, right? Who played Abracadabra? Am I? What, what else is he in? Because he he always seemed familiar. So he's in uh, he's in Ant Man as one of uh, Ant Man's like con buddies. He plays like the Russian right. hacker guy. Um, he he's he was in Gotham or Gotham, I think. Um, he he's in, he's in like everything. Uh, That's how oh, you oh, say it. Gotham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. He was the guy who cut up Jerome's face, I think. Yes, and um, he was also in uh, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Uh, he, yeah, he was the. Uh, the one that uh, Harvey uh, kidnapped and you know in- interrogated and whatnot. So he- he's he's literally in everything. <laughs> right, he was the crazy dude who was just kind of like laughing at him when he was trying to get info. Yes. Okay, he does have that like creepy, crazy kind of look to him. Which, by the way, speaking of creepy and crazy looks, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Will Benson has joined us here at the uh, <laughs> at the, at the Grandma Esther's Flash TV Talk party here. How you doing, Will? I'm wonderful. Couldn't be better. I'm the best I've ever done. You can't, you can't have your sound effects, man. Look at that. Get a little sugar on the side, too. This is ridiculous. I guess I have crashed your show with fanfare before. <laughs> I think that's well, so fair. He's got the perfect transporting himself to the 90s DCAU. Yes. That's right. It's, Thank uh, you. It's, it's looking, looking very good. I, you know, it's, that era has been heavily on our mind as we've been going back and watching the 90s series. Uh, the music in particular just brings you back like crazy. Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Did, did all of y'all, you know, uh, Doc, you kind of already mentioned this, but, but for the rest of y'all, did y'all watch the 90s series back in the day? Oh, I, I did. It was on opposite Steven? Dallas, too. So that, that was hard. I had a fight with the parents there for a while. No, Dallas wasn't a real show. That, they just, that was all a dream you had. Uh, Stephen, what about you? <laughs> did, you uh, did you watch Yeah, so Ball I was in college when that hit. So I was looking forward to it. But I, since I was in college, TV wasn't a thing. Cable, you know, there was one, one TV in the, the common room. So, I, you know, I caught it here and there. So I was a big – I was really sad when it ended so quickly. So I only caught a couple episodes here and there when it was on. Gotcha. What about you, Fridge? I uh, haven't seen it, but I am still listening to the podcast because it's, it's just fun to hear you guys comments on it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Uh, so so we, I, I'm always very curious on how people interpret our commentary on like a show that's been a couple of decades and, and that we were, you know, kind of so far removed from. Like our, <laughs> our, our hot takes, quote unquote, hot takes good? <laughs> Or are they pretty stale at this point? That's that's what I want to know. Well, I mean, it's weird reviewing a show that took place 30, 30, oh, 30 years ago. Yeah, 30 years. Thanks. Thanks for that. Oh, uh, I need to drink. I was in high school. <laughs> get, the more, get the more grandma's to that. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting reviewing it 
well, hearing you guys review it because it only has one season. And it's like, okay, how many of these things were things they were actually trying to set up for later seasons? They just didn't have time to pay off. Right. Right. I, I, I've seen a couple of things like that. Like we, we talked about some where, you know, um, uh, Tina's husband being like maybe a thinker could be with the, the brain enhancing stuff that killed him. He was going to be Jerry in the comics at the time. Tina's husband was Jerry McGee. He was speed demon. So I think that that's where they were going with that is he was going to be his reverse flash. Okay. Interesting. And uh, not Pollux. I thought Pollux was his reverse flash. We had, Ooh, spoilers. We hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten Wait, What are you doing, buddy? See, this isn't fair. I haven't seen <laughs> yeah, that. Well, you know, I, I, uh, you should have woken up at five o'clock in the morning and watched that episode. And then I wouldn't have, Wait, that's the one that was going to no, no, be this no, it week? Wasn't, okay. It wasn't this week. Wow. Um, right. that, that, that doesn't happen for a while. Like, I kind of bounced around and watched a couple of no. the ones that I had heard about, you know, from the past. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, but it's so interesting. Kind of like, you know, you look at a show in the 90s, and you know it's going to be different. And then, I know we talked about this. I forget exactly what the uh, situation was. Maybe it was something to do with uh, when um, the Incredible Hulk uh, <laughs> was killing the homeless guys. <laughs> There, there, there was some social commentary that they had in there that was that I was kind of surprised to see in the 90s because you think about that 30 years ago and how, like, you know, these are things we still talk about today. And it was just bizarre that, like, <laughs> I mean, you figured in 30 years there might have been some progress on those things. But, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's been interesting going back, and I know it's something that's been requested for uh, quite some time. And, you know, uh, that 2020 uh, has yielded a lot of uh, creative problem solving. Is I'm trying to be very positive. You know, I think I think we all have kind of our feelings about surviving this year, but I am I am wanting. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, cheers and 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 nog. Uh, but I have tried to, to look for any silver lining uh, that I possibly can. And and you know the fact that we've been able to, to begin kind of going back and, and reviewing the series and seeing those like points of connection have been really, really great. Hey, Will, uh, earlier we asked everybody uh, to kind of share some ideas of things they want to see uh, for, you know, this next up and coming season. Before we dive into some trivia, man, what, uh, do you have anything in particular that you're kind of hope, hoping that we see before the end of the CW flash? Yeah. And again, I'd like to see them redeem cold. Um, somehow I, I understand that, um, prison break is not, he doesn't want to do it anymore. And Mick is as far removed from Rory as he should, you know, as he can be on legends right now. I mean, he's just not, you know, the comic Mick I know. And I think I've said before, I never liked this cold. Like he's, he was far too intelligent and cold was smart, but he was also kind of always kind of snarky and kind of, but snarky and like a more rough and gruff way like blue collar snarky and prison bake only can do this like uppity like i'm smarter than you snarky so i'd love to see them bring a real cold and heat wave in and have mick rory have to deal with the fact that because he was out of time now there's another him and i think there's a story there so you know oh now that's fascinating is that something that legends has played around with like some sort of post-crisis doppelganger huh yeah, that is fascinating, actually. Yeah, Legends oh. hasn't really... Uh, I mean, they've kind of touched on Crisis, and I guess we, we might see what they do with it this season because, you know, their season ended really before... Uh, bef- not before Crisis, but, like, there wasn't really a chance for them to react to anything. So we, we'll no. see what goes on with this next season. Obviously, it's going to involve aliens, but... So who knows? Um, but, yeah, that, that would be really interesting to see Mick, like, Legends Mick face off against a... 
straight up like actual heat wave mick yes <laughs> that would be very cool very cool all right so captain cold uh, i see what you did there <laughs> i like this captain cold I, I like the uh i like the kind of the uppity snark and, and that, uh, that, it's, that it's more uh, it's more like highbrow snark than it is like lowbrow snark because like I, I feel like will you're, you're saying that captain cold in the comics is more like of a like a uh sort of like a, a, a like low cat like really smart dude but like low class kind of criminal like petty criminal whereas snart in the show he seems more eloquent and like high class of a criminal yes yeah like I mean, if you read the there's an issue where cole's on the cover of flash when jeff johns was doing it while wally was still there and i can't remember what it is but it's basically dealt with snart he's talking through the whole thing and his, you know, he's doing like the monologue, like scrub style. But I mean, there's hookers in it there. You know, I think he goes after like his father at one point. You find like he goes through the whole thing with Lisa and how he, you know, he loves who he loves. And he's one of these guys who will love strongly and be with the people he loves. But he's also like, and he's got a cold and a coded stuff. But he's also very, you know, uses as few as word as possible, but kind of growls it. It's kind of, does anybody else agree here? Like. I don't know how many of you have read it. So yeah, yeah, Cold's more of a, a a guy that walks around with a two by four, and the one that's been in the comics. And the I saw Jim Duggan. He, he's got a he's got a he's got a scalpel. You know, he, he interesting. Yes. Cut where to go? I saw Jim Duggan. This is like. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as I you know, as long as they don't do the. Um, uh, the the Justice League Unlimited take on the character who is a little bit overly curmudgeon and like you know was talking about having an ulcer if I'm remembering correctly that uh, when when we finally yeah, introduced he, to him he had to order milk and everyone else was getting drinks. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, I love I love that scene and I love that episode. But it is it is kind of one of those things where it's like ah oh, well, you know, <laughs> the Flash's rogues kind of got played for laughs, which. That, to be fair, there are a bunch that, that definitely can be played for laughs. And so what I love about the uh, the CW show is that they've been able to kind of walk that line, I think. Uh, and who knows, in a post-crisis world, we, we could see that uh, double, some doubling down there, or we could see a returning to some more comic book, uh, faithful, accurate. Um, Rainbow Raider, they're going to call him Rainbow Raider. He's gonna be wearing the costume, and he's gonna have he's gonna be surfing on a rainbow. I'm, uh, that's my money. I'm gonna put that down. At some point, that's gonna happen. I'm just, I, I feel pretty confident about that. We all, like I said, uh, we wanted to kind of do something fun. And so we're going to be doing a little DC Comics trivia. Now, the one thing I didn't figure out exactly is how we were going to do this. Are we going to do this kind of as a group or should we have teams? Well, there's, there, we could do three teams of two, two teams of three, or we could do individuals. Do we have a... I'll tell you what, let's do this. But go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say like, what, what sort of format is this? Is this a, uh, like an online... Um, thing I got, I got a, kind of an online. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say where where this is because you could easily go and find it and look up the answers pretty easily. Sure. So there's no googling, no no Google searching or anything like that. Uh, I tell you what, everyone's we'll hands have to stay up. Back to back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, Bell, Bell, you keep. Uh, you'll you'll be our. You'll be you'll be keeping the score. Okay. I tell you what, we'll do this. We'll do. Uh, let's see. Uh, Doc, you and Will. Steven, you and Fridge, okay? So we'll have, uh, let's see, the, uh, the, the, do y'all need like teammates? Do you want a team A? Do you want Earth 1, Earth 2? Um, we're team awesome, and you guys aren't. 
Okay. So let's so, do so, so, team wait, awesome wait, wait, and team wait. actually awesome. <laughs> okay, so, I so who's, that. Who's, who's awesome? Was that was that Will and Dave? Yep. Will and Dave are awesome. Center column if you're looking at like my and, screen. <laughs> yeah, your everybody's screen oh. looks different. Fridge and uh and Steven, what do y'all want to be? Awesomer. Watch. They're gonna go for like, you know, price is right, fifty five oh one. Anything <laughs> but uh the new fifty two. <laughs> Not not the new one dollar. All right, <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Awesome versus one dollar. Here we go. All right. So uh, we'll go with one dollar. Y'all are going to get the first question. Which comic book? You don't have to give the number, but uh, the name of the comic book. Which comic book did the Justice League originally appear in? And if you need options, I can give you options. I want to say World's Finest. I, I think it may have been adventure. All right, so I'm let me let me give you some. Are we doing a buzz in kind of thing? What are we do? like? How are we doing this? No, no, no. So each each team kind of gets a chance to. Like, one team gets a question, then the next team gets a question. That sort of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. So here's here's your options: Action Comics, The Brave and the Bold, Detective Comics, Justice League of America. Oh, yeah. Then it was then it was Brave and the Bold. Yeah, it's Brave and Bold. Yeah, let's go with that. Bridge? All right. Brave and the Bold? Yes, correct. The Brave and the Bold, number 28. I was with you. I uh, thought it was Greatest Adventure, number 80, but I think that was Doom Patrol. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. So next one is Team Awesome. Where was the Justice League's original headquarters? Was it a cave, a satellite, got it. the Fortress of Solitude, or the Hall of Justice? All it was a cave in Rhode Island. Doc, you 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 signing off on that? Concur? I have no clue. So yeah, it was a cave in it was a cave in Happy Harbor, Rhode Island. <laughs> Happy Harbor, Rhode Island is correct. The Justice League America's secret sanctuary, a cave in the side of a mountain. Very very good. That's tied up there, one to one. There are no right, mountains in Rhode Island, by the way. I know that was what was funny about it. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, no, all right, so let's see. This is for one dollar. Uh, who? I see why you called yourself that now. I just realized like, oh, this is for $1. Uh, who was the first hero to decline membership of the Justice League? Was it Metamorpho, Phantom Stranger, Black Lightning, or Sandman? Not your question, Will. You will lower your hand, sir. <laughs> I think we should have yeah, the, should the ability yourself, to Will. steal. You're giving away. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lightning, maybe? I don't yeah, know. I think I want to say Black Lightning, too. There's a cover of him saying, no, I don't want to be part of your group. But it was Phantom Stranger. Uh-oh. Oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> Phantom Stranger is not oh, really? either, actually. It was Sandman. Yep. No. I guess gonna no, you're all wrong. Well, but it wasn't on there. In Justice League of America, number 42, Metamorpho teams up with the Justice League oh. to stop an alien menace known as the Unimaginable. When the team offers him membership, he declines, although... Uh, later, he would agree as a standby member. So Metamorpho was actually the first wow. member to decline. And, you know, speaking of animated, I think I, I think that tracks with the Justice League animated series, aside from the fact Batman was technically never really fully joined up on that. But I want to say Metamorpho was one of the first heroes they came in contact with uh, who did not join the Justice League, at least not, not that. Um, all right, so there we go. So next up, I think this is going back to awesome. Here you are. 
Uh, what teenager accompanied the Justice League on many of its earliest missions? Was it Jimmy Olsen, Marvin White, Snapper Carr, or Wendy Harris? The, oldie, the old men get this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what, you got anything? <laughs> well, going by what they're all doing, I think the answer is <laughs> yeah, Snapper. Yeah, Snapper. <laughs> snapper Carr. Snapper it was Carr, the 70s, Lucas baby. Yeah. Snapper. Yeah. <laughs> Tagged along on early missions and became both teams' mascot and an unofficial member. Uh, Snapper noted for speaking. So oh, really? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Look at that on Young Justice, and he's like, Do you know the number of times I've accidentally given secret headquarters away? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they kicked him out at one point. I think he accidentally gave them the location of the Happy Harbor place, and they ended up having to go to the satellite. Oh, that's brilliant. All right, so uh, number one, I mean, a, a dollar bill, one dollar. I keep on from getting y'all's name. We, we should change our Dollar, name dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, who gave Hal Jordan the power ring? Oh, come on. Was it oh. his father, <laughs> a dying yeah. alien, Egyptian ghost, or Superman? Dying alien. Bonus points. Abin Sir. Bonus point for actually saying that. Abin Sir, of course. Uh, spaceship crashed to Earth. Uh, that was that was an easy one. That was definitely an easy one. <laughs> nice ring. Uh, this Thank one you. is also a very easy one as well. So this is this is on the flip side. What is Superman's Kryptonian name? I'm not even going to give you the options. It's Kal-El or Kal-El if it was the 1940s. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Superman's <laughs> Kryptonian name, Kal-El. And of course, bonus points because his father's name was? Jor-El. Jor-El. And his uncle's name was? Zor-El. There you, <laughs> there you go. Anna Laura. All right. So each, each team gets a, a bonus point on that one. <laughs> uh, which of the following does... I right, wait, wait. So this one is... Wh- whose turn is it now? One dollar. It's a dollar bill. All right. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Uh, which of the following does Batman not carry in his utility belt? Okay. Which one Shark does repellent. he not Done. carry? Shark repellent. Hang on. <laughs> Reading glasses. A crayon. <laughs> Shark repellent or a backup costume? Which one does he not carry in his utility belt? God, it depends on which version of the utility belt. Yeah, exactly. It depends on what he needed, really. I'm going to go with a backup costume, I think. Yeah, I'm with her. I'll go with that. I'm going to go with MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, um, all the MacGuffins actually are still in Smallville, so... Um, oh, you must not them. watch Legends. We have a MacGuffin of the week. Yeah, I'll go with the backup costume. I think that's a good answer. A backup costume is not correct. Does the other team want to try to steal it? All right. I, I think was we thinking go the with... reading glasses. Yeah, I'm going to go with reading glasses because how does he see through those slits? Batman does not carry reading glasses in his utility belt. I, I just I felt like that was something I could see coming out of the 66 series. Yes. <laughs> well, that's uh, what the shark repellent was. That's why. Yes. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I know that one was. Right, right, right. He does carry shark repellent as of Batman number 117. He does carry a crayon as of Batman 149, and he does carry a backup costume all the way back in Batman number 71. However, no reading glasses. <laughs> so, uh, of course, he's got 2020 vision. One moment, Commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be better if we just took Commissioner Gordon's glasses. Exactly. That's what he would do. I think he'd be like, give me those. That would be pretty great. <laughs> oh, he took Clark's. Uh, he goes, wait. hold on (laughs) all right who's up next i do believe well we stole it 
Awesome. So, awesome zone. Yes. All yeah, right, so that'd so be us. Awesome. awesome yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, the Justice League over the years has become uh, more and more diverse, but who was the first black Justice League of America member? Was it John Stewart, Cyborg, Vixen, or Black Lightning? I'm going to go with Vixen because she was official in the early in the early 80s. I wasn't sure if Black Lightning ever was a member of the league until later. John Stewart was never a Doc. member until he took over jo- Jordan's ring. He was reserve because... Yeah, Doc, are you with me on that? Signing off on this? I'm going to go with whatever Will says on this one because I, again, have no clue. <laughs> I think it would, if we're right, going so official saying... members, I think we have to say Vixen. Vixen was correct. Vixen was, was correct. See, I knew that from watching Legends because, um, um, you know, Vixen was in the past in mm-hmm. the, the, you know. She was a part of the Detroit Justice League, which is one of the absolute worst Justice Leagues ever. And the fact that she was the first African-American and it was 84 when she came in. 84, 1984, I was about With to say. So, and uh, very much yep. lagging. Well, is that like Vibe. a great, like, That's what Vibe was too, though. Vibe was yes. The original Vibe, not the newer yeah. one. With the glasses. Paco. You know, because of the Super Friends, I would have guessed, I would have guessed Cyborg. Cyborg was a Titan uh, until right, the 90s. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exclusively I the Titans. Like, Justice League until like the New Fifty Two. Right, Black so Lightning was in Super Friends. Though. Justice League. Yes, no, Black Falcon was in Super. Wow, Friends. yes, you are correct. There. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I never uh, kissed a girl up. till thirty. This one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here, here, this next one is going to be interesting because I'm is that Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> I muted. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's brilliant. Uh, all right, so this next one's going to be interesting because I don't know if this is going to be uh, can I don't know if this is going to be challenged or not. But here's the question: Why does Black Canary migrate from Earth Two to Earth One? Was it because her daughter was on Earth One? Because her powers were magnified on Earth One? Because her husband died, or because Earth Two was destroyed? And this is the Justice League's comics. Black Canary. There's a part of me that just wants to say all of the above. I feel like all of these have happened on side for another. They all sound plausible. Right. But you got to question. Is, is this our question? <laughs> I think it's your guys'. Yeah. Oh, but I, I think her husband died. Yeah. Larry Lance. Yeah. Okay. Larry Lance sacrifices himself to save his yeah. wife from a blast of cosmic energy directed at her by the cosmic powered villain Aquarius. Uh, starting a new age. After his funeral, Black Canary decides to migrate to Earth 2, to, from Earth 2 to Earth 1, uh, with the former world reminding her too much of her lost husband. So there you go. I would have also guessed all of the above, though, because I feel like I've seen all of those concepts played around with with her character in various media, yeah. and honestly, various timelines even in the comics. So uh, well done. Well done. All right. And then let's see. This is the, uh, this is the last one I've got of this section here. Uh, all right, Doc. Here we are. What's where oh, are we scores? Super easy. Oh yeah, before we yeah, where where was the last round? Um, the scores yeah. are um, not the new fifty-two, aka one dollar. Bob has one, two, three, four, five. That includes two bonus points, five total points. And Team Awesome has one, two, three, four, five, six with one bonus point. So Ooh. yeah, six and five, one point off. If you guys miss, then they can steal. One dollar, Bob can steal and they tie the game it. for sudden death. Um, so everything's on the line right here. Okay. Hang on. I'm, I'm moving to a different one. Uh, cause we're not going to, we're not going to, this, this is too, too, too intense. 
Too intense how this could go down. So we're not going to ask if Justin's lead member was the shapeshifter. Oh, come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, now that would be a nice way to, to kind of throw it for sure. Um, all right. We'll go with this one. Wonder Woman. Which one of Wonder Woman's accessories allows her to breathe in outer space? Is it her earrings, her tiara, her lasso, or her bracelets? Which one is responsible for allowing her to breathe in outer space? It's not the lasso, because that's truth. That's, yeah. I don't think it's the bracelet. Maybe the tiara? It's, it's got to be tiara or the earrings, man. And, yeah, you, know, you, what you should take this too. one. Well, I'm just going to take a wild guess, and I'm going to go with the tiara. Tiara's wrong. There's an option uh, to steal. One dollar, Bob. Okay. Chance to steal. It's, it's got to be, be earrings. earrings. Yeah. All right. And ding, ding, ding. Wonder Woman's earrings provide her with oxygen, allowing her to breathe in outer space for a brief period in the 1970s. They also doubled as a miniature grenades. So that's kind of fun. Uh, grenades that could allow you to breathe in <laughs> outer space. They could really Why go either way. Grenade through your ear. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you um, have grenades right here? <laughs> No, those things, earrings that you have to put a pin in. Yeah. Oh, see, oh, that actually almost makes sense. She pulls it out. It's like pulling the pin. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. The little backing thing falls off. So easily. Oh, oh, she had a horrible flight in 1972. We we don't discuss that. <laughs> so wait, are we tied? Does everybody right. win? The game's all tied up. All tied. Uh, the every everybody wins because the the true prize all along was friendship. So uh, congratulations, uh, <laughs> y'all did y'all did. I'll stop with the soundboard now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's good. Well, good deal, everybody. I'm I'm impressed with y'all's uh, y'all's DC comic knowledge. Um, from from the difficult ones to the to the easy ones, that that worked out pretty well. I kind of thought that was my ticket to admission well, uh, for Legends TV talk was the fact that I knew all this like obscure yeah. stuff. <laughs> like we need somebody who knows the comics. You know, that's that, this guy every question that we know, and you're just like this, 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 <laughs> this, this. Why would you uh, want someone who knows the comics on Legends? Well, we didn't know that oh. at the time. <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. I love legends, but come on. But do you love legends TV no, talk fair. is the question. <laughs> that was a yeah. good burn. Oh, man, that, that's like a heat wave burn, right? There. Good, wow. Good burn. Well, hey, so we've got, you know, we do still have several weeks before, um, you know, one of the things we've not talked about on the show is, you know, the predicted dates as to when everything is going to return, because I think, I don't know, I think I've been burned so many times in the past, speaking of being burned. Um, but but if, if y'all could predict, we'll, uh, we'll kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, wrap with kind of the, the structured stuff here. But, uh, but if everybody kind of go around and predict, when do y'all think The Flash will return? What, uh, what, what month do you think we'll be seeing new content? And I don't mean the stuff that they hadn't released yet from last season. When do y'all think we're going to see some actual new content? Doc, let's start with you. Wow, that's such a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Very loaded. It's, it's just like gambling, um, man. That's all it is. Just put put it down. Uh, yeah, very much. Very much. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'd say maybe because, like you said, we can't go with what's already been filmed that we have to see yet from last season. So, um, if they are able to get, get run in, and I know because it's on my side of the border, Vancouver is still pretty iffy in regards to uh, the COVID stuff. Hopefully, the vaccines we're able to get soon will clear that up. But. Uh, Right now, I'd be saying we'd be probably lucky if we see it around September. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fridge, what about you? What are you thinking? We're going to see it. I don't know. I think the pessimist in me says next December or next January, I could see them sort of like starting mid season. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. Well, what about you, man? I thought they were coming back in January with new stuff. Like I thought they started filming a few weeks ago. Like, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So you're thinking, right. We, I would say that I'm going to say when I'm we gonna go a little it? bit March or Fe- February, March, because the networks need something. They're running out of reality. Yeah. Re- reality's not even <laughs> filmable right now. That's pretty Wait, good. I, I need to copy All your right, Steven. running out of reality. It sounds like a good flash comic book. That does. <laughs> it does. That actually, that's a great idea. Steven, man, what are you thinking? Can I end us on a positive note? Uh, I think on the earlier side, I think uh, the the whole concept of seasons is kind of going away. So especially for at least a year Mm. or two. So I don't think them starting in March or April, such a a strange thing. And they just run through the summer. Um, You know, you don't need to stop for the summer. You know, that's actually, yeah, that's actually a a great observation. Like I I would love for the lesson or, or the kind of, you know, the, Limitation always breeds innovation. So I do, I do, I kind of would love to see these like micro stories or kind of these mini seasons, so to speak, mini arcs to be done like in, in bursts or something of that nature. Um, you know, we, you know, one of the things I think we can all say is we really, really enjoyed the, uh, the lead up to crisis and how like contained that story was and um, just how tight everything was. And, and it felt, you know, that you felt the energy, you felt kind of the rising tension, you felt like the characters, um, you know, they didn't have to stretch their content. Like you actually saw them kind of grow and not just have to exist in the background. And um, I would love something like that. They'd have to either cut down on characters or spread out the characters, you know, for a couple of seasons at a time or something like that, which the Flash has never been all that great on. But you know what? Hey, the more the merrier. Whenever we get that Flash content, I'm going to be happy so that we're not running out of reality. <laughs> this summer prepared to run so the thing about that the thing about that is though i mean unfortunately the one reality is with regards to seasonal television is and the reason we have to do it i think like that here is we have the four quarterly sweeps months you have may april or august uh november we had february we had the four quarterly i don't know how they do without it though that's how they make their money so (laughs) that was how they made their money that, that, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's the, we are living in a, po- a real post-crisis world. <laughs> like things, you know, I don't, I don't, don't know how much is going to change, but I know it's not going to be the same. So we'll, we'll see what ends up, ends up happening. I think people's watch patterns, people's, you know, everybody who's kind of uh, on kind of the old bent has been forced into kind of the new bent. And there's a reason why the new bent works better. And so we'll, we'll see what ends up happening to be sure. But uh, I hear you. Uh, based on based on old structural rules, that would make sense. I just don't know if those rules apply in a post uh, post crisis world. Uh, but uh, y'all, look, I am so glad that y'all were able to to join us for for a little eggnog and uh, some trivia and some good times. Um, uh, on on your Chris, y'all got anything uh, Flash related or DC Comics related on your Christmas list you want to share before we let you go? I want the GameStop set. It's a set of Flash rings. I feel like I saw this one. Yeah, it was in our Discord. Somebody said they were getting their hands on it. I think Kyle did. Well, he yeah, has it inside because he works this there, again. Because right? I remember those. Not anymore. It's like twenty four ninety nine at GameStop. Oh wow, those are those are cool. Ooh, that blue one, man. The hope ring that, with the flash that, logo mm, through it. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see if I can. Dang, yes, I would like those. That's dear Santa. Santa dear baby. Santa. Okay, all right. Give those are some, some good ones. Anybody else got uh, got? Yeah, I've got a Batman. Night on there, and then also there's this um, good artist online, Comicer Girl, 
and she's got a design that says um, everyone's having an existential crisis. And then it's got the big like sort of crisis on earth um, style letter for it. And then it, like below it, it says, it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> so, I think like a mug or a t-shirt with that on it would be great. Is there a way to move the oh, virtual background? Because yeah. you can't really see it behind my, you can see the reverse flash ring right there. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. You said, uh, let's see. Will you say comic book girl existential crisis? Uh, comic book girl. I'll, I'll send a link in the chat. Yeah, but she's yeah. got lots of like fun DC art, a lot of Supergirl stuff. Um, but she's got some of her designs on like different stores. It's got that everyone's having an existential crisis. There's still time. There's still time to like, order is there, stuff, you know? Oh, I like that. That's a cool style. I like that. Um, kind of cartoony. Yeah. She's got some that are more cartoon Classic and then look. some that are more realistic kind of varies. Oh man. And actually on her, <laughs> on her Tumblr, she also has an awesome stat, like Mandalorian statue as well that I kind of now want. <laughs> we can't talk about that. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Gonna, <laughs> can't talk about that. Oh, one second. We cannot talk about Star Wars. Right oh, now. that's <laughs> like that reminds me a lot of Bill Waterson. Yeah, I but agree. with DC Comics. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, I'm pulling up the T Public one right now. I'm just taking its sweet time to load. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I tried to so. Bell and I discussed doing a return of the brogues and the, the theme of the storyline was going to be, uh, what was it? It's quarter century crisis, like a midlife crisis or a quarter quarter life crisis was going to be yeah. the name of it. Um, and kind of done up in the, the crisis style. And I was trying to figure out that font, but I have no clue what that I'll font just Google, is. Uh, crisis on infinite earth font. Well, it's also super I did. cool. If you look at like the original lettering, you can see the little interlocking earths between each letter. In other words, you mm-hmm. probably scanned the card, the, uh, the comic, and then yanked it. <laughs> Just straight up, straight up steal it. Not stealing, that's, that's, but that's borrowing. That's cool. She probably bought the comic. Borrowing and inspired. It's fair that's use. Right. She bought the book. Okay, <laughs> I think one of my favorite slash worst pieces of DC trivia is that DC Comics is indirectly responsible for the creation of the font Comic Sans. Is that right? Yeah, there was a guy at Microsoft who had to create a font for a little cartoon dog that was like an assistant or something. And he took the lettering from The Dark Knight Returns and the lettering from Watchmen, and he sort of traced over and combined it and broke every typographical law and created Comic Sans. Well, there you go. You can look it up, <laughs> true story. And Dave Gibbons was like, why did you do this? <laughs> I didn't know that Comic Sans had its root in like actual comic font. That's hilarious. Yes. I mean, I thought it was just like, this looks like a comic and I'm going to break all of the rules. <laughs> Did I ever tell you all about the, when we got hacked? Uh, I think this is like the second or third time that we got hacked, uh, that Pottery got hacked. And the one of the hackers actually wrote the code in Comic Sans. Like it didn't render as in Comic Sans, but it was coded in such a way that if, if you would see it, it would appear in Comic Sans. And like, I remember my, uh, my, my business partner at the time was like fixing everything he was going back in there and he just started dying out laughing i was like what and he explained this to me and i was like oh man they just got super trolly on us is when someone like signs their emails their email signature their business email signature has comic sans see i want to i want to like have a company or like like be part of like a company that is like the most corporate 
whatever company in the world and just do the entire business card in Comic Sans. You know what I mean? Like just, just flip, flip the narrative. <laughs> Steven, you got anything on your, uh, on your Christmas list? Any geeky stuff on your Christmas list? Uh, not this year. Going uh, sort of just back to basics. Gotcha. Have fun with the family. Yep. Hey, no, listen, I, there's nothing wrong with asking Santa for toilet paper. I'm, I'm Socks and underwear. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. What about you, Doc? Clean underwear. Anything, uh, anything on your Christmas wish list? Geek, geekly? Not for this genre of stuff, no. My, in my, my other hobby, yes. And IR sense, everything comes through my email anyway. I already know what I've got for Christmas, but I got to <laughs> wait a week to get it. <laughs> Amazon has taken the mystery out of it, to be sure. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think the Echoes are actually telling you what's in the package, too, now. They're like, your package with blank has arrived at the front door. Now, see, Alexa, Alexa actually told me earlier, she's like, hey, it's, since it's the holidays, I'm not going to tell you what's, what's at the door. Oh, anymore. okay. Yeah, she was very considerate, which was nice. Uh, all right, y'all. So uh, thank y'all so much, like I said, for, for coming on, having a little nog, having a little fun with us. Um, we, we thank y'all so much for sticking with us. One of the things I, I, I was to be, I'll be perfectly frank, uh, I like, like going into the, this kind of um, show slash hangout slash kind of, you know, Grandma Esther's, I was... I was a little nervous because honestly, you know, there hasn't been flash lately. And even with doing like the 90s series, there was kind of this question of, of you know, whether or not people would want to still connect over this um, since we haven't had, you know, new content. And so, you know, joint, you know, jumping back and kind of enjoying some old content, which, you know, we've, we've greatly enjoyed and, and obviously any chance to hang out, you know, with, with Bell and, uh, and, and hopefully he feels the same way about me. It's, <laughs> it's fun. Okay. No, no, not at all. But, uh, but one of the things that um, we wanted to do is, is try to provide some kind of consistency in the middle of a year that uh, has been anything but. And so uh, we just really appreciate y'all for, for joining us tonight and uh, for, for tuning into the podcast and keep, keep rolling with us, keep running with us. Is, uh, we don't know what the future holds, but if that's not what the flash is all about, then I don't know what is. And how about that for a little Christmas message at the end of Grandma Esther? <laughs> to Esther. To, to Esther. Esther. Cheers. Cheers. This last one is like Grandma Esther on the nose. Woo. And I, <laughs> I, my wife had to bring me a spoon earlier because like all the bourbon was just floating on top of the eggnog. So like every time I take a sip, I'm like, woo. <laughs> so even stirred, this one still curdles milk quite literally. Yeah, we might have to call some. I mean, the great thing is he's married now, so we don't have to call any help. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, we might need to call some support wait, for his wife. Way to drop yes. that in, Bell. My yeah. wife. My, My wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Like, I've been waiting to use that one for a while. I addressed all of her presents as my wife. My wife. <laughs> little Bo Rat voice in parentheses there. Oh, man. Well, good deal. We all, this has been Very fun. Cool. I think we're about to, uh, to, to wrap it here. And uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas from Flash TV Talk. Uh, hope that you all have a, you know, it's one of those things. I, I've not tried to be one of those people that say, let's finish this year strong because it's kind of like, well, hey, let's just finish this year. <laughs> yeah, but, really. But you know really. what? Some good eggnog, good times with friends. That Mandalorian finale, which we're not talking about because no spoilers. I'm just saying it kind of oh. feels like we're oh, somehow good, finishing strong. That was good. Like, there should be no reason for us to. So I got a midday distraught text from someone over that finale. <laughs> distraught. <laughs> they, it they were just very emotional. Oh, oh yeah, no. It was oh, yeah. oh yeah, it was. It was I, emotion. 
No spoilers. No spoilers. Listen, I will not be part of the problem here. I woke up You've at 5 a.m. You've part of the problem. Just stop on the record. <laughs> 5 a.m. In the morning, my alarm went off. I turned on the TV. Didn't go to Twitter. Didn't go anywhere. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. And then I texted everybody except for Bell, buddy. I'm sorry. Wow. I, t- I texted. I texted almost because I thought you knew. I didn't like. I I texted people I know love Star Wars. I was like, hey, I know you typically watch later on in the day. This is gonna get spoiled for you if you don't stop what you're doing and watch this right now. So you need so, to. I thought you knew. I thought you knew, Mel. <laughs> no, I well, I, like I watch it with Christine. I, I can't watch it like at five o'clock in the morning, you know, because we're like, you know, she has work. I have work. All this stuff. Really so. Wow. I'm not. I mean, granted, that episode's worth watching. I need a twice, but I need like, a whip sound she, effect. Like, you've been married for like two <laughs> seconds, and she's keeping you from one of the biggest things to ever happen in no, Star Wars. Not, Probably not, the biggest media event. Uh, 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 entire no, year, if not no. the entire decade. She's not wow. saying you can't watch this without me. I'm saying I'm not going to watch it without her. Oh, no. There's a completely uh, different thing there. Uh, <laughs> right? It's completely different. <laughs> hey, hey, Belle. Bell, as your co-host on Legends, I have one thing to say to that. I, I mean, like, sure, that's fine. <laughs> no, like, I, I don't, I don't want to watch that in the morning. I like to watch my show. Yeah. I like to watch it at night. Yeah, I don't like to watch you had to go on an internet. I watch my stories in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>